I know it's been a while, but here we are, Mercy and the Mans, back at it. A whole two months after the last time we spoke. Feels like a lifetime ago, and yet, and yet, so many things don't change. I got my slippy slippers on. I got a hot cup of coffee. Well, that's kind of different from the last episode. We were Manhattans and beers in, so that's changed. It's true, but I always have a beverage. <laughs> I'm sitting here talking to my wife. Oh, wait. Ah! Oh, wait. That's that's different <laughs> than the last time we spoke. So last episode was in April because it was our birthday. Birthday for Mercy. Happy birthday. Oh, yeah. We already did that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we had to celebrate uh, during quarantine, and we uh, broke broke it down uh, about what we what it took to get Mercy in the Heartbeats. If you didn't listen off. to that episode, and you don't plan to, the um, too long didn't read is uh, it took a lot, <laughs> it took a lot to get Mercy up off the ground. But we spotlighted all of our our band members too though so if you want to know about how we all met and came to be i mean it's it's a good listen i think i mean they're all good listens i'm just saying we Um, answered some questions that people had for us it's true so this isn't going to be that episode (laughs) it's a new one we're off to a great start we thought we would catch up with what we've been doing we're still sheltering in place yeah uh it is What's the date today? Well, we're sheltering in place in a different place. Yes. Which is cool. Which I guess we'll get to that. But yeah. Uh, yeah, there's just a few things going on in the world out outside of our uh, doors, as I'm sure most of you out there in podcast land uh, can relate to. Um, I don't know. That, I feel like there's been some glimmers of hope and some 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 forward progress. But at the same time, yeah, we're not in a terribly different place in the world. Like we're still not really working. We're yeah. still like things haven't really opened up that much. Like it's still uh it's still very much similar to what was going on in April. Right. However, there have been quite a few changes for us personally in the fact that apartment hunting is hard enough to do in normal life and try doing it during a quarantine that is awful and I don't recommend it if you can not move during that this time um I mean no one wants to meet and you're doing all these virtual tours or self-guided tours and that just added a whole level of stress and was hard um I don't know I mean maybe that's first world problems though too well um and also to you know not to uh, forget that we weren't earning income well yeah talk about stress so trying to sneak into a, a new apartment when um, you don't have your normal uh, normal income to show is uh, an adventure all to itself. Never have I been so happy to be late on my on my taxes. <laughs> I know they tell you to get them done early, but every once in a while it pays off to not have them done. Yeah. Uh, so we're apartment hunting, and our goal was to get back to Mountain View because Roxana is going to be starting school. Hopefully, we have no idea what that looks like either, but I wanted to keep her in district. Um, so trying to find something that we could afford and have space and and be close to school and everything, that was a whole thing. Uh, in the middle of all that as well, we, we postponed, rescheduled, then canceled and rescheduled again our wedding, meaning the big wedding. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then I tracked down because I was not having it. We had lost so, uh, much work, so much stuff. I was not having, not getting married on the date that I had said we were going to get married on. So I tracked down a marriage license to make it legal. And we got married on our day. June 6th. June 6th. 2020. And... It went from about 140, 150 guest wedding to eight, eight, ten. I think so. Between eight and ten. 
whatever the uh, allowed county limit was. I think that actually county the county limit was twenty five, and we said that's too many. So we it was just literally our immediate family and um, the the pastor who married us, Mister Pastor Todd, one of our favorite people in the world, and his lovely husband Miguel. Um, yeah, and um, I don't know. It was in, it was it was an in, all this stuff. <laughs> I don't know if if you can if I can really paint a picture of how much all of these things happened in a condensed how condensed the timeline was I guess is what I'm trying to say because it's all starting to come back to me and it's giving me stress. <laughs> yeah. Well, cuz when you when you tell people about it you're like, "Oh yeah, we moved and we got married." And it, but like they don't realize that like we we <laughs> we were we were crammed into a little one bedroom apartment in San Jose that really had no business even being labeled a one bedroom. Yes. I mean, if you'd knocked down the wall between the bathroom and a bedroom, it would have been, and told me it was a studio, you know, that, um, that would have, uh, flown with me. I would have been like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Sorry. I got lost my train of thought. (laughs) Point is we had no, no privacy, no space, like didn't, couldn't really like have our normal computer setups, none of that. Um, which again, maybe first world problems, but when you're trying to like still run your business, trying to track down a marriage license, trying to find an apartment, like any little thing that gets in the way of your normal workflow uh, is kind of a big deal. And so, you know, and I guess the the history of our relationship together is we've always just like, everything has always happened at once. It's been these like periods of just kind of like, enjoying life together and but then like all these big decisions and changes and things will always seem to come up at the same time Mm -hmm. and this was no different and you were so tenacious it was it was an it was stressful yes and anxiety producing yes but also I got to see a side of you that um I know exists but um uh it it was hot in all the ways (laughs) because you I mean Look, I, I contributed, but you drove the bus on finding a new apartment. You drove the bus on getting a marriage license. You drove the bus on um, uh, moving, getting the moving, like <laughs> yeah, like the logistics of moving and and the logistics of the wedding. I mean, I was gonna. I, the reason I got all caught up there is because I was thinking about what I had done and and really like the actual act of moving. Because I've moved a number of, well, I haven't moved in 13 years, but <laughs> I have moved and I've rented a lot of moving trucks for other, other purposes. Um, so I handled a lot of that stuff, but yeah, it was still yes, you like you boxed up a lot. You boxed up most of the apartment and you boxed up most of my apartment, honestly. <laughs> I was sort of like standing there with work gloves, like just tell me what heavy stuff to pick up stupidly by myself and put on a dolly. You know? Exactly. We, we moved two apartments in the matter of two weekends. I mean, this was this was and all the while keeping a 5-year-old alive and somewhat entertained and happy trying to and of course and we'll get later into um more of the business stuff but trying to collaborate while in quarantine with other musicians is so hard cuz you're you're at the mercy of other people's time and energy and um you know, even even their their skill level as far far as recording and everything and, and doing that part, we got behind on all that stuff because all of that came through when we're in the middle of moving and have everything everywhere. Um, so really, honestly, all this stuff like felt so hard that we kind of had to take a second to remember why we were getting married and that we were happy about getting married <laughs> because there was a moment it felt. Like, we just got to get this done. Like, I, I just, we got to get it, get through the weekend and we'll be fine. Like, it started becoming so, like, just another thing on the calendar, kind of. Yeah, I wonder if that's how other people feel about it. By the time you get to the day and you've put all this time and energy I into... I think so. I don't think we're too, we were too far off, but I don't really think many people are moving the same week they're getting married. No, I mean, we... Which we did do. Our, a month... <laughs> A month of weekends was basically one weekend move you out of the and whatever stuff I had in the San Jose apartment. We moved that apartment. The next weekend, 
we went up and moved my stuff out of San Francisco. The weekend after that, we got married. And then the weekend after that, we were like just trying to put uh, the house together. We had a plumbing disaster. <laughs> yeah. And we got a kitty, <laughs> which was, we knew we were going to try to get a kitty, but we didn't sort of anticipate the, the um, demand. I mean, uh, quarantine's got people lonely. Every, everybody wants a kitten or a puppy. And um, we sort of like, I, the only I've adopted I've adopted pets. Jackie's adopted adopted pets, and my only experience was going into the SPCA and going into the little little kitty room or whatever, mm-hmm. playing with the kitties, and and saying that one's I like this one, and then, you know signing a paper and going home with a cat. Like th- we had we had just got done like. Competing with the the Greater Bay Area, Bay Area for apartments that we wanted, I didn't realize we were gonna have to compete for pets too. Yeah, for like three weeks. And we're so thankful we got an awesome little little kitty named Millie. Millie Magic. Millie Magic, and she's a a super energetic and fun, and curious, and and activated kitty. But it sort of dropped into our laps the weekend that we were planning on like it's the first weekend. In, in the duplex, we have a, it's a, well, it's a, like a two bedroom mm-hmm. duplex, I guess. Yeah. I wasn't sure whether to call it a two bedroom apartment or duplex. This is a duplex. <laughs> uh, technically, it's a triplex, but we're only connected to one other building. Yes. Um, anyway, the plan was that was like the first weekend we were going to be here. Rox is going to be with her dad. And we were going to like unbox stuff and like get the place put together. And, you know, then this cat falls in our lap and it's like, well, we ha- we have to go get this cat, otherwise who knows which when... was a forty five minute drive away. Yeah, it was in Livermore, which is like <laughs> forty five minutes from here. Plus, we had to go to the pet store and get stuff because we hadn't nothing. You know, we didn't know when we were gonna get get a cat, so it wasn't like we're gonna. And you don't know what food they're. I mean, you can't. Yeah, anyway, yeah. <laughs> point is, we had to make a supply run, and then yeah, and then we 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 did get a bunch of stuff up on the walls, and we got some stuff put away, and. You know, and then we had a, a a literal plumbing disaster, and I'm not exaggerating when I say disaster. Um, long story short, the toilet started leaking, and uh, the the hose from the wall to the toilet was not long enough to like. I mean, literally. Sorry, I I almost burped there. <laughs> and literally. Whoever installed the hose, and I'm sure they're they're a fine craftsman, very good at their job, but they only put literally enough hose to go from the wall to the toilet, which means when I turned the water off to check the leaky hose, uh, and then realized too late that the water from the wall is not actually turned off all the way, even though it is turned off all the way. Right. And then I go, oh, crud, crap. Gosh darn gully geez. Those weren't the words you used. No, those were not. I used working words. <laughs> uh, oh, wait. This all happened at about 9 p.m. on a Saturday, too. This is when it started. It's the best time to have a plumbing disaster, I've found, <laughs> is, a, is a weekend, late night weekend night. Yeah, so then I, I ran out, ran out, found the water hookup for the house, turned the water off to the house. Voila. Problem solved, right? No. 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 For some reason, I'm assuming because this particular hookup is the lowest in the house, like grade-wise, still trickling water out. And not really trickling. It was a it was a steady, mm-hmm. steady trickle. Um so then we I spent that night literally I timed how long it took because we, we had one like plastic trash can <laughs> that <laughs> the hose could like fit over the top of. Mm-hmm. Because I was, I mean, I'm running around the house trying to figure out, like, is there any way I can, like, rig something up nope. to make the water go, like, get it to the the Bastard. shower or the sink or some way that I could just, like, yes, I feel bad that we're wasting water, but at least I don't have to, like, babysit it. Nope. Nope. Don't have anything, and there's no hardware stores open, so what am I going to do? Um, and I'm sure as heck not going to unscrew it from the wall, because that seems like, when yeah. you're in the middle of one disaster, you don't create a second one for yourself. So I timed how long it took to fill up this trash can, and it was like about 25 minutes. So we spent the entire night 
with uh, with a timer going off every 25 minutes, I had to get up. <laughs> so we would snooze for like 20 minutes. Oh my God. <laughs> get up and dump a full trash can full of water, sometimes into the toilet tank so that we could still use the toilet, yep. and, but more often in, into the shower. Like, yep. And um, a couple times, like, snoozed a little bit too long and came back to water all over the floor. So it was, it was, it was that great. was our Saturday night. And then I actually had a recording session the next day. Yeah. So well, that's a good segue. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll just say this. You, you dealt with the plumber and I mean, I, I knew I was marrying a capable woman, but you are, you are <laughs> better than advertised. <laughs> well, I would like to say that I am grateful to be married to you too. And it, it's just been a whole thing of, again, of, we're such a good team and we're just such great partners in everything. I just, I love us and I can't say that enough. And, um, I mean, like I said, getting kind of segueing into what we've been doing as far as kind of trying to keep the business going. Um, we started back recording again this weekend, finally. And, um, I felt, really off my game and rusty and you were so helpful in giving me feedback once I could make you understand that I needed it. <laughs> but, um, yeah, everything's been hard. Uh, obviously we can't perform right now because we don't have venues that are, that are open for that kind of thing. Um, no, I mean, we keep, we've held a couple dates for people and we, we have been holding a couple dates for people we actually have a few weddings coming up, but we do. But, but we've been holding a few club dates, and then we just found out uh, our governor just mandatory uh, mandatorily that's not a word <laughs> just uh, forced seven counties in California to shut their bars down, and then highly suggested slash recommended that the rest uh, follow suit. So right. long story short, I would be shocked if we play a, a club. I would be shocked if we play a public show a real public, like, in-person public show this year. Right. I would be, I, I would be pleasantly surprised, depending on the circumstances, if, if we did. Well, but, I mean, at least you have been back, I mean, I think you've been almost doing more session work now than ever, um, which has been nice, because uh, we need income, um, and you've been doing it safely, and as... I mean, wear a mask, kids. <laughs> yeah, you've been wearing masks, um, and and I know that you uh, take a lot of precautions in that in that <clears throat> aspect. You've been producing some and playing. Um, we tried. It's been weird. I mean, I anybody that knows me knows I'm very competitive, and I don't like to feel like I'm being beat by anybody in anything. Um, I was so adamant to get you know, a quarantine collaboration with our band recorded and posted right away. And it just did not happen. And I was looking around at all these bands getting stuff done. I mean, you and I were doing things. Um, we were doing our duo stuff and having a great time with that. But that even after, what, a month, six weeks was hard to do and feel inspired to do. And here I'm trying to like drag people a lot, like, let's record this song and let's do this and let's do this. And kind of having to be mindful of one, not everybody has nothing going on. There's still people that were, that are in our band that were working from home that have kids that are dealing with not feeling inspired either. <laughs> Just like getting out of bed is hard enough, let alone, you know, recording music and tracking and doing it by yourself in a little teeny room. Um, so it's been harder than I thought that was going to be. Um, then, but fast forward here, now we just tracked vocals for that finally, because then it was done and we're in the middle of a move and getting married and everything. And then it was our turn and then we couldn't get to it. But, um, damn, it's going to sound real good. <laughs> so <laughs> I can't be too, mad at that i guess um, no, i think it was pretty hard for us to admit that we had to take some time and focus on the the stuff going on in our personal lives and moving and taking care of of rocks and 
figuring out our, our what we were going to do about our wedding and and just trying to really just try to figure out what like normal day-to-day life looks like for us in like shelter in place like just i mean we like you said we did our we did our best to uh to do collaborations and we did our best to 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 record some stuff and and you know do do some stuff every week and i thought we did a uh, i know we did a good job and i really enjoyed doing it but there was a point where being in that little san jose apartment having all these big looming decisions and everything hanging over our heads where it was like i i i don't i don't feel inspired to do anything right now and i don't want to force it or fake it because the one thing that you and I have always had and always sold, maybe not sold, but like put out there to the world to both our friends and our clients and our collaborators and everybody else is authenticity. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I'm very lucky. I'm very thankful. I've, I've never had to really deal with, um, you know, prolonged depression or mental health issues or anything like that. So, you know, for me, that was one of the first times well, not the first times. I mean, I, I'm not saying it's never happened, but it was important for me to, to to really be able to be like, you know, I'm not feeling it, and I feel like that's going to come through. If we if I pick up a guitar and try to like, oh, we're going to do this fun cover, you and I, and I'm just like, I don't want to do it. Yeah. Um, and no, that was a hard that was a hard thing I think to 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 let ourselves feel and let ourselves do. To, in order to get the things done we needed to do to come out the other side now to where it's like, okay, like we have some pieces of the puzzle are in place now and we can like start to, you know, as as things do start to hopefully open up a little bit towards the end of this year, like we will have content and we will have energy and, and um, motivation and inspiration to, right. you know. And it's a- again finding the balance between being work partners and being life partners because... I want to support you in that. But at the same time, I like, we're not always on the same wavelength, you know, in that, in that I'm kind of like, come on, we got to do this. And I don't want to feel like I'm dragging you and I'm trying to be mindful of that. But at the same time, I need to feed my thing. But there's also the thing that we were talking about with other artists of that. And I know I I got down on myself early on was just kind of like, I feel like I should be using this time to be more creative and to come up with this and this and this. And (laughs) I just didn't have it. (laughs) I, I just, I still wanted to sing. I still wanted to, to sing with you or whatever, but I was like, you know, maybe we should try, you know, be writing and maybe we should be doing this and maybe I should be crafting more or whatever. And I just really just went into survival mode. When I wasn't totally having anxiety slash panic attacks all along the way. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, like you said, being being work partners and being life partners, there is a there isn't the normal separation you have. And the and the tough part is like I know you don't want to feel like you're dragging me along, and I wouldn't want to feel like I'm dragging you along either. But sometimes you have to drag people along, and we've had to do it with our band throughout the shelter in place a little bit just to get content. Um which we are working on. I mean, it's going to be months later than what we thought it would be, but it's going to be great and 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 it's going to be fun to put out and I'm going to be happy with it and but you know, there was a little bit of like, hey, uh I know things are crazy, but can you get to this thing sometime this week, you know? And it's like right. it's harder to do that to your life partner because you have other things going on too. It's one of many things that you're like, uh, can you take out the trash? Uh, can you do the dishes? And also, can we sit down and record this cover? You know, <laughs> right. it's like, that's not what most people are dealing with. And there were a couple of times I know that, that you did say like, I, I didn't think I wanted to do that, but I'm glad you, you pushed that through. I've There's never regretted any of the things we've done. It's just, you know. Getting that motivation to start. Getting the motivation. Well, and also like, you know, I mean... You and I are great teammates, and we're and I feel like we're good leaders. I, I certainly know we do our best, you, you know. But um, there is also like sometimes one of us has to has to lead more than the other, and we have to be okay with that, and not a not take it personally like this other person doesn't want to blah blah blah, and b the other person has to like not, you know, uh, take it personally that they or feel like they're getting nagged or whatever. Right. It's just the reality of like working together. 
and we haven't had to deal with it that much because normally, like, I mean, before before shelter in place, like, we were cooking, yeah. fan was moving, everything, yeah. everything was, everything was like running. It wasn't. I mean, we were still doing stuff, but it was running itself. You know, like gigs were coming in steadily, and like everything made sense in a certain way, and this was the first time that you and I, well, probably the first time since putting the band to like the work of putting the band together, which we didn't think we would have to go back to that mental place uh, so soon, if ever to like go back to that um, in in a certain way where like the band is not running itself. The band's not working. It's not just like, all right, next weekend we got to, we just got to get through this week and then we go gig. It's like, that's what sucks so much though. Is like, in the beginning, I mean, we were looking at, we were, we literally were looking at the calendar and saying like, okay, we got to gear up. We have to take care of ourselves. We have to take care of each other because we're going to hit the ground running and we're like not stopping until late fall to just be. Oh, we stopped. All right. <laughs> to just, to go the other way of like, we got to take care of ourselves. We got to take care of each other because we have nothing on the calendar um, to have to flip that. And that, oh God, mourning that loss the last couple months has been so hard because like we've said before, even though that things are rescheduling, it's great. I mean, I think that only what one has canceled full stop one or two of everything we had, but, um, that means that takes us out of booking anything we would have booked in addition to that for next year. Yeah, it's all an opportunity cost. I mean, I, I have a feeling there's going to be a lot of fri- Thursday, Friday, Sunday weddings next year. But it's going to take a while for that to shake out. And, you know, I think that, like, you you can see the market is moving is moving slow. Like, we are getting inquiries and we are getting people that, like, that are serious about booking us but don't want to pull the trigger. Right. And... That's fine. That's a normal thing when you're when you're making that kind of decision. But I also think that those people are going to be shocked when they, when they do come around to make decisions of how many of their vendors, how many of the venues they want, whatever, are taken up by people that are rescheduling from this year into next year. And I think that there is going to be a moment where a lot of people are going to have to decide if they want to get married on a Friday or a Sunday. Or if they want to have a much smaller wedding than they normally would have because they can't get the vendors or the venue that they want. Or if they push out a year, which then compound, you know what I mean? It's like, it's going to be just interesting to see. And yeah, like you said, like it is an opportunity cost when somebody says you have a, a, a gig coming up, a wedding that you're supposed to do this coming Saturday. And instead it's next year in May on a Saturday. Well, that's fine. And like we're st- obviously still stoked to have the work, and we right. wanna we wanna play we wanna play the gigs that we've booked, but then whoever might have booked you on that Saturday in May next year won't get you on that. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, like it, it's the money sticks around, but you don't grow the money, and we can we can simultaneously be thankful that the money sticks around, and also like mourn the fact that like that money you're only gonna make a certain portion of this year's money back next year. Right. Well, we're going to be, yeah, a year out of of income and be making that back next year. Should have been I a think, truck, should have been a truck driver. <laughs> I think though that um for one, I'd be interested to know how many people did what we did. I'm sure that people got married legally but are still going to have the wedding. Um I would be curious to know that I, I I know that there's, I know that I went back and forth about like, do we tell anybody, do we just get to have a private little ceremony, not tell anybody, does that take away from the wedding? Uh, I ended up, we, we agreed that we, we were fine with people knowing and it wasn't like we were trying to hide it, but I wonder if, uh, if some people do feel that that takes away and so they haven't told anybody, but still got legally married. I mean, that's just one thing that was on my mind. We are supposed to do our first wedding gig in about a month. And uh, I'm trying to, like, my anxiety has been ramping up about it. I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I'm trying to visualize it. And that sh- that's probably one of the biggest issues. Um, I know that we're trying to, to take precautions as far as making sure there's a buffer between the... Um, 
dance floor, the guests and us, you and I don't have to uh, socially distance, but we haven't been around the other guys. Um, I am contemplating practicing singing with a mask on <laughs> or getting one that's like really blingy. I, I all of a sudden just like the thought of doing a gig is terrifying, but um, that's something I guess that we're going to have to figure out soon. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's interesting to have to contact a venue or planner or whatever client and say like, hey, by the way, uh, there needs to be a six to 10 foot buffer between the dance floor and the band. And they can't take our mics. And they can't. Yeah. I mean, there's all these logistics and precautions and everything that you have to take now that you didn't have to think about before. I mean, I've never loved it when people came up and sang on my mic or talked on my mic. But, you know, it's like the stakes have changed a little bit, you know. And so it's a it's an interesting process. And I think it's it's one that like it's going to it's going to be trial and error to a certain degree, which is the part that makes me nervous. Because I I know the error is <laughs> yeah the stakes the <laughs> stakes are sick. you get you get a potentially crippling uh, respiratory illness oh, well and I, and you know how it is like you start out people start out like oh we're wearing our masks and we're staying apart and then they start drinking and they get comfortable with each other and your brain goes well I've been here for an hour and haven't gotten sick so I must be it must be okay <laughs> which is not really how it works um, and so my my worry is just having to like maintain. Uh, hold boundaries with people that maybe aren't don't have the same level of of concern or right or um they don't take it as seriously or they just had one too many uh glasses of chardonnay and they they feel like it's their their life's duty to come up and sing don't stop believing with the band and it's like i don't want to have to cause a scene but i will karate kick people off the stage (laughs) without hesitating no there might be even a yeah in there. They probably won't hurt him because I don't have never taken karate. So if I do try to karate kick him, I'm probably just going to mostly hurt myself. But it'll look it'll look spectacular. Maybe well, probably you not. Have, actually, you have boots on, so it might help. Um, yeah, I'm I'm worried about that. I do know that like people have been doing virtual shows. Um, I mean, I, I it's something that I know that we've talked about and been open to. I don't see how you could do more than an hour set though, or it kind of feels a little weird. And my thing that I get in my head about is like, why would anybody really want to see me when they could see, you know, watch, watch a Beyonce tour on Netflix or Taylor Swift or whatever. But I mean, I I think that works for some, I think it has to be thought out and, you know, on a nice stage or something like that. Although, you know, whatever works. I know that people are doing the drive-ins now too. That might be something that we could look into. But again, who wants to come see me sing covers at a drive-in? Yeah, I don't know. It's one of those things I just have felt like will shake out if it is meant to happen. Like I don't know that I feel like the drive to go out and make it happen. But I also keep thinking foolishly that like things are gonna move in a forward direction and things are gonna like start to open up and we maybe we'll play some gigs towards the end of the year and it seems to be going the opposite direction because people won't wear a mask and I'm not trying to get political here but well, it's not even about wearing masks people won't st- stay from doing essential business runs or uh, what am I trying to say like you know I, I know with my own family um, people are still getting together and they're they're doing, you know, sending kids to, uh, sports camps or they're going, uh, around the state visiting family and everything. And here I live literally now, a block away from my parents. And I've just started kind of going around them again, but only with masks and only being outside, not being inside. And, um, it's, yeah. So it's not even just about wearing the masks why do you have to go to every social event that comes up or because a bar opens why do you have to go out to the bar and and if you are going to go wear a mask and if you don't want to wear a mask but it's required don't make fun of the people that are wearing masks or or I, I just that's that's a whole other thing too I don't um I mean I love my bartender friends and I love my 
bar owning friends. I I don't understand how anybody could feel comfortable going to a bar right now, indoors or not, outdoors or not, whatever. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess I like uh, the point I was making is that like I I keep thinking that some change is going to happen. There's going to be some. I mean, for a while there, it was like, oh, we're dropping the infection rate. Everything's everything's moving in the right direction, and they'll start to like we'll start to slowly and smartly reopen things and maybe that leads to us being able to do some outdoor weddings you know through the end of the year through the fall which is what we have coming up in july so you know it's an outdoor wedding on a lake you know it's like all right well maybe there's a way to 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 do this maybe there's a way to make to do this responsibly or whatever and um that's so that's what keeps me from being like gung-ho about putting on a virtual show but i have to i have to say that like if it looks like we're really not going to work or play a gig or do anything, like we start pushing fall and you look at the calendar and everything's moved or canceled, then I then I might say, like, let's get the band together and figure out a way to, like, do something this year. Uh, but I don't know. Yeah, it's a it's a it's lot to figure hey, out. At least we look really good on camera. Yeah, we're, <laughs> we're photogenic at least. No, I, I mean... I'm not, I'm not against it. It's, it's just, it's so weird and different. And, and I would want to, like, I've seen all different kinds of ways people have done it. And, um, I know people have done it like outside on their yard for their neighbors kind of thing and, and made it kind of a thing. Um, I don't know. It'd be fun to, to explore and see what we could do with it. Um, I, I'm. I, it wouldn't be necessarily a money making thing, um, unless people contribute or whatever. But I mean, it's it's not like it would be a, a paid gig with a guarantee that you're, you know, used to at a club or something like that. But right. Well, and depending on whether you do it like outdoors for some audience of socially distanced people, or you do it like in a studio with a bunch of cameras and you stream it, like. I'm good at that. You're good at that. I, <laughs> I'm not. Yeah. I, I like. I, part of my whole thing is I, I need it. I need at least one person in the audience who's into it that I can perform to. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I, I get very distracted and unmo, not unmotivated, but like, I don't know. How am I supposed to? It feels. I know people do it. I know it's a thing that happens. But like, how do you perform to a, a camera with no audience? It just doesn't. I don't get it. Mm. I could try to run out in the front see if someone to. Yeah, when I'm sing singing to. my songs, if you could just <laughs> run out, we'll have to do it in a circle so we face all oh, everybody faces each other. We can perform to each other in the band. Oh man, yeah. Well, it's a uh, you've got more sessions coming up. It's a slow trickle. I mean, I I, I very much appreciate this the studio work that I've gotten. And I appreciate the people that are working from home, still making money, who want to record some songs. But you know, and again, first world problems. But it's a it's a slow trickle. It's just enough to make me feel like I'm still a working musician, and I'm thankful for that. But it's definitely not, you know, as much as it usually is, and it's not in the context of doing a bunch of other work, which makes it feel, which you know. Right. I mean, looking back at my calendar last year and it was like, oh my God, like I really, I had a really good year and so did you, so did we. And like, so yeah, it's it's awesome to have a recording session come up, but then you're like, this is the only thing I'm doing this week, music related, that's right. like a, a paid thing and but, double-edged sword, I guess. Yeah, because I mean, I I have been, haven't worked as a singer since February. Think about right. it, and so and that's been hard to to stomach. Um, I, you know, how much I love and adore you, and and I'm so happy that you have these sessions. But it's kind of like there's been times when it's been a little like how do I say not jealous, but but just kind of like man, you at least get to pivot, and you're needed as a drummer, but a singer isn't really needed. Um, like a session musician, <laughs> a session musician is. So that's been that's been hard. Um, you've been helping me with voiceover auditions, which has been hard now too. With uh, now everything's changing. We don't have studios to go to, and you need all this new software and everything. So it's just been a whole 
learning curve and trying to stay stay current and not not get too old fast. Well, that's the uh, that's <laughs> the other interesting thing being in a cover band. I mean, I'd say we try to be pretty proactive about adding new songs, trying new stuff as it comes out. Mm-hmm. Um, what are we going to do when we come back to actually playing? Is there just a whole year? I have no idea I what is even popular right now or what people want to hear from a from a live band. I was thinking the, the exact I, I was thinking about how excited I am to to perform once we can. But then I started laughing a bit like the thought of singing. Well, I'm not going to say names of songs, but the thought of singing it's a certain number of so- songs just made I'll me name them if you want. <laughs> just made me laugh. Like I cannot imagine keeping a straight face or even, you know, performing a certain song after all of this has happened. Um, but you saying that was like, oh, should we learn the new um, Lady Gaga Ariana Grande song? Um, eh, like nothing, nothing has like popped to me of anything that's been out. Should we learn the new Trolls song? Should we learn that? Like nothing. Is it because nobody's out and able to play it all the time or, but nothing seems to be like that it song of the summer. Like it, it's been in the past. Well, there's no dance clubs open. There's no bars open. So any of the places where you would normally be and hear a song and see the reaction of the, of the people in the in the bar or club or whatever and be like, oh, like they dig this one. And then, you you know, to me, there just doesn't seem to be any songs out like that. I wonder, there's there's I, no there's like when California Girls came out, like you knew that was the song when when um, uh, what's the. Uh, can't stop the feeling when that came out you knew that was going to be the the hit you know like certain songs like that shut up and dance but then there's no shut up and dance there's no uptown funk i'd be i'd be willing to bet that between the pandemic and then you know the black lives matter protests and and all that that a lot of people are holding back music that they would have otherwise released because if you're the Jonas Brothers or Bieber or any of these people and you drop some like candy ass pop tune when like people Very are true. in the people are in the streets like you know right protesting and and standing up for some you know for some real real stuff mm-hmm. you look like a jackass <laughs> and yeah. and most of these people not everybody but most of these people are self-aware enough or they have people in their camps that are self-aware enough to be like, no, like the whole, and you just hold it back. So I think it's movies that haven't released either. Yeah. I mean, there's certain, certain movies you can release. I mean, there's been some awesome music. It's not that like there's been awesome music that has come out this year, but none of it's stuff we're going to do. I wish, I wish it was, but like Jason Isabel, Right. Put out an awesome record oh, and yeah. Run the Jewels dropped their fourth record like early. Ashley McBride. Ashley McBride put out a great record. Um, Childish Gambino just put out uh, some great stuff. Anderson Pock just put out like probably the the most relevant awesome like protest tune tune <laughs> song that I've that I've heard in a really long time, and it's awesome. But uh, I'm not gonna be up there performing it. Right. At a, you know, at a wedding or anywhere, really. I mean, I'm a straight white dude. That song is not for me to perform anyway, <laughs> even if it was the song of the summer, you know. Right. So I just don't. The funny thing is in, in, in the mood I'm in and the energy and everything, those that's the kind of music that I do want to perform right now. Like you were saying, it's hard to imagine. I know it'll happen. I know when we get there and people will be excited to be out and, and celebrating and whatever. We'll find that energy, but yeah, will you? I mean, I'll name a song, Uptown Funk, or Don't Stop <laughs> Believing, or any of the, the songs that you kind of go like, all right, well, we're playing that song every show. You can tell how thrilled I am about it. No, I'm just kidding. I love it. Um, I love that other people love it, put it that <laughs> way. There's a lot of songs that we do that I really love, love doing, truly enjoy performing, and then there's mm-hmm. songs where I'm like, everybody else enjoys hearing this, so that's cool. Mm-hmm. But... Yes. I like I how we have different songs in that regard. Thank God, because <laughs> if we both hated the same songs. Y'all can thank me for uh, Don't Stop Believing. 
Yeah. Well, yeah. Thank, thank you. <laughs> um, yeah. I just, it's it's hard to imagine getting in the right frame of mind, the right energy to do those songs. But um, I know, I know we will. I know it'll be there. It's just like that kind of music is not getting released right now. Yeah. I don't think. And if it no, is, it's, it's getting totally lost in the shuffle because we're we're what's the audience for it? What's the the normal audience, the normal mechanisms in which those songs would be like promoted and played and everything else? Like there that market doesn't exist right now. So there's no point. If you have music you think is really gonna hit, you know, even if it's only for a year, this is not the year to, to release it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, you're right. Didn't think of it that way. And the funny thing is, the first gigs we're probably going to end up doing are going to be probably like, you know, acoustic-y, small band gigs. We probably could play some of the music yeah. that, we, that we like, but I mean, yeah. No, you, I don't you, and, you and I might do our, our first like duo gig in a couple next month. forgot. Yeah. But that, that one that I kind of maybe got us ripped into. <laughs> 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 I should start working on that now. I know we had a, we started on a list. You You were proactive about that. Yeah, it'll be fine. It always is. Well, so that's what we've been doing. We we apartment hunted, we moved, got married, got a cat. Got a dresser. <laughs> we, we still like each other after all yeah. this time. After there. we moved an entire apartment by ourselves on one weekend or one day. It took one whole day. And you and I still liked each other, and that was a hard one. And then we still liked each other when we had to clear out your apartment and two flights of stairs. Well, and that was the funny thing that the some of the subtext or context, maybe con- context of those moves. It wasn't just simply a move either, because this is also right around when um, all the the Black Lives Matter protests kicked off. So right. we moved you out of San Jose. Like literally a day before, or or two days before, like a day before, like and we were living in downtown San Jose. We moved we like a hood. day before, like downtown San Jose turned into like one of the epicenters for for the BLM pro- protests. Then we moved me out of San Francisco the day that they instituted a curfew. Yep. So we had to be out of the city by eight. Um. You know, so it's like it's it. It's, been it's crazy. like it, it's already stressful to move. It's already stressful to get married. We're doing it in the context of like both the pandemic and the, the Black Lives Matter protests and everything else that's going on in the world right now, which makes it feel more stressful, harder. Obviously, again, first world problems. We're lucky to be in the place we are and we're, we're lucky to have our health and and our friends and family all have their health. Um, so far and we've been hope to get back to the music too. well yeah i mean i'm just saying like i'm thankful i am thankful for what we have but also it's you know i don't know i've been thinking a lot about um people i'm looking at the waveforms of the podcast i've talked a lot (laughs) (laughs) i apologize people i drank a cup of coffee as we were doing this and Uh. that's what happens anyway too late now in for a penny in for a pound um, I've been thinking a lot about like the idea of, you know, well, I mean, unemployment benefits and, and, you know, to, to be totally transparent, like unemployment has saved our behinds. They, they yep. opened unemployment up <clears throat> to self-employed people and we're very lucky to be getting helped out yes. because uh, literally we don't do anything else. We do music, you know, mm-hmm. I deliver food here and there and, and everything, but that's not enough. None of that's enough. And, you know, we could go get, potentially go get jobs in a grocery store or something like that, but it's difficult with rocks. And, you know, the reality is, is we've come this far and to build our lives into being professional musicians, and that is going to come back someday. So it's hard to go get another job a where you're... A ex- real job. Well, I'm, 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 I'm not opposed to the work. It's just, I don't really want to expose myself for eight hours a day. You know, I, you know. I don't know. I, what I'm trying to say is that like the unemployment benefits have really saved us. Mm-hmm. And it's just funny because I've been thinking about the idea of people are like, you know, if you give a universal basic income or you, you know, you give people the option for welfare or 
any any number of like, oh, if you win the lottery, whatever, like, you know, people are inherently lazy and don't want to work and they'll abuse the system or whatever. And I'm sure there are people that will. But I can tell you from our experience that even if we won the lottery right now, I would still be desperate to go back to work. I still would be desperate to go do what we do. Yeah. And I know that there's a lot of people out there that feel the same way, even whether they're musicians or not. And it's just an interesting, um, it's interesting to have the downtime and to, and to sort of be like, well, this is, this is what life would be like more or less if we were retired. Maybe we'd be traveling more if there wasn't a pandemic or something. But like, um, I'm, I miss working. I miss doing what we do. Yeah. I don't want, I, I don't want unemployment. <laughs> I want to go out and <laughs> earn some money, man. Well, yeah. Well, and for me, that's, that's the way I, I, Yeah. I, there was a, a period where I remember I was terrified. I was losing my voice and I was like, what am I without my, my voice? Um, that's my, my identity is so wrapped up with being a singer that I love singing without an audience too, but I want to be back to working and singing and performing for one. I, I like feeling like I'm contributing more than just my unemployment <laughs> to this, uh, to this life we have right now, I like doing my part. And you do. <laughs> and you do. Yeah. Don't let anybody tell you different. All right. Well, that was a good catch up. Yeah, we kind of emptied the emptied the uh, box on that one. Yeah. Well, um, so here's to getting uh, music cut this this week. We have stuff that's in the. We have stuff out getting mixed right now. Yeah, I'm excited. And we gotta edit videos. And uh, then there'll be stuff out, and hopefully people will enjoy it. <laughs> I don't know. We love feedback. We just love all of you. Anybody who's listening, listening, we love you. Even people that aren't listening, we love you too. <laughs> we miss everybody. I don't know. I, I hope everybody's okay out there, for as okay as you can be. Agreed. Yeah. All right. Is that it? Yep. Okay. Well... Until next time. I love you. I love you too. Okay, bye-bye. <laughs> you said that you found me, but you knew that it was I found.